Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. This is a weekly conversation about parenting, systems, rhythms, marriage, and everything else. But today we are going to talk about community. Before that, we're going to hit our segments though. How was your week, Nathan? Um, it was long, honestly. Between, actually, I thought that ending soccer would make things calm down, <laughs> but I don't feel like our week was any calmer. Um, and maybe it's just like the feelings of today with going nonstop on working on the fireplace. Our week was definitely calmer. It was in the evenings. I, I think, though, the loss of daylight well, in the evenings. That's totally different. But I, I think, though, like it makes me feel like you wake up, you get to work, you do daytime stuff, homeschool, all that stuff. You do dinner, and then once dinner hits, it's dark out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to take us a week or two to get normal, but that's why every winter, or when this happens, we we have to reignite our weekly rhythms, evening rhythms, our evening rhythms, because that is when we need those. And because we're inside more, and so yeah. I think that we, we didn't really start those back up this week, and so, and work was just really crazy for me, and also you took the, a day I off. took a day off to, like, kind of reflect on my dad, which I've never done before. And that was really great. Um, and so I think that there were, like, good points for this week for me and low points, and and I think in many ways I'm just tired. Yeah. But how, how was your week? <laughs> my week was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of... I don't, the, the time change didn't really mess our kids up. You know, like, you'll hear, hear stories of kids waking up super early or not going to bed. And it's definitely an adjustment, but everyone did really good. Um, I think we were smart about it, too. We changed their clocks away from, like, an 8 a.m. wake up to back to, like, a 7.15. Yeah. And so I think that helped. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um... One area of struggle was Dorothy during the school, during the day. Um, she's like one and a half. She doesn't have a lot of words. And when they don't know how to talk, they just scream. You mean full banshee mode? Yeah, they just scream. And so that was just, like there were just a couple days where she was just crying and yelling and nothing would make her happy. And sometimes the snacks would make her quiet, and then, you know, we'd start it all over again. And so it was just a really... Wait, we just switched from my week to your week. Because you're, you're sharing oh, right okay, now. okay, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just got in the zone, and then I forgot it was my turn. You're doing great. Um, so it just made it be... Some days were just like, what, what did we do? We just managed screaming children and tried to squeeze school in. But, I don't know. What else happened this week? You took a day off of work. I mean, I think the the big win uh, of the week was today. Was <laughs> was getting 
um, your dad came by and blessed Worked us crazy by hard. Um, having the whole enclosure being done for the uh, fireplace. And so that's a really big deal because we're that much closer to having a wood stove. Yes. You guys went and we got materials and we picked some sample tiles up and we... What else did we do? Then you guys just worked. Yeah, we built the enclosure. The yeah. alcove of the... Yeah. It looks really nice. It looks really nice. It looks definitely more real instead of just a hole in the side of the, our family room. And we're putting in a wood-burning stove, which we're super excited for. We had one in our old house. And it just changes the atmosphere of your house, especially in the winter. Makes it cozy and like a gathering place where you want to be and we're excited. And the forecast for the next week is lows in the 20s and highs in the 40s. It's definitely cold. So would be great to get a wood stove in soon. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Nathan, big feelings. Can you give us our uh, little big feelings? No. No, no, no. no. I don't. I don't. I don't have it yet. We still got to reach out to Peabody to see if we can get him. I don't know if Peabody's gonna give us an intro. So can you just give us your best intro? Big feelings. <laughs> good. Good. All right, Nate. What's your big feelings? Um, hilariously, our big feeling. My big feelings come from. Uh, an encounter we just had a half hour ago. Ten maybe minutes less, ago. Maybe ten minutes ago. Yep. Um, and it's it's bedtimes. Um, I have very big feelings about bedtimes because, and we talked about this a few podcasts ago, but like the evenings are an important part of our time as a married couple. And when our kids decide to not, not go, go to, to sleep, bed, um, it really <laughs> takes away from that. And so, um, yeah, I just, I think that I thought daylight savings time would actually help because they would be more tired and they go to bed easier. But um, everything that we've seen this entire week has proved for that to be the opposite. Um, and it's like the rooms, so we have kids in two rooms. Dorothy doesn't count because she's in we her own space. We have a four-bedroom house. But we get a room, Dory gets a room, the twins get a room, and, and the, the three big, big three kids get, have yeah. a room. And so it's like the big three and the twins just take turns. Which Having room rough. is going to have a rough night for going to bed? And so I think that's been part of the drain. And so, um, yeah, and tonight it was a real climactic knockdown, drag out, um, not fun time. And I just, I think what really, I guess, like gets me with that is that I just want them to listen to what I asked them to do. And, like, the asks aren't that big. Um, they seem really simple to me. And so I think that's just a... I don't know if there's, like, a fix for the big feelings other than um, I really hope it changes. If anyone bedtimes. has, like, magical bedtime somethingness... Don't suggest melatonin. We're not drugging our kids. No, not <laughs> melatonin, but just... I don't know. We're just... Need some Holy Spirit patience because it's hard. It's been a rough week with that. So that's my big feelings. What's your big feelings? What's your big feelings? I don't know. Hmm. I feel big tired. I have a big feeling for you. Yeah. 
um, technology that doesn't save work. Oh, man. Okay, on. okay. I can get some fire on that. I worked last night for, a, I don't know, an hour or so. Yeah. Updating my email. It's a big email that I'm setting out for Black Friday for Modare. And it looked great. I had all my wording done, all my stuff in, the pictures, blah, blah, blah. And I was excited because I had it done early. Then today I go to check on it and to add something to it. And I click on it and none of the stuff I did last night saved. And I was just irritated because it's like I, it was perfect the first time. And then you have to remember what you wrote and how you had it looking and yada yada. So technology. But I read it at all. It looks great. I hope you enjoy it. You know, it might even be better because now you've like, you had like a first draft and this is your second draft. Yes. So. If anybody wants the email, I'm sending it out, what day? Monday night. Um, just send me a message and I'll get you on the list. So, okay, top five, Nathan. So we decided wait, wait, to wait, do... Wait, 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 top, you got to intro our top five. Top five! There you go. Um, so we decided to do current TV shows we enjoy. So we thought about doing shows that are each of our favorites. What I need you to understand, friends, is that we don't watch shows separately. Yes. Um, which is, um, because we do our evenings together, we don't. And now sometimes we'll do things separately, um, some shows, but that's pretty rare. Like if I'm gone, you'll watch whatever Star Wars something is you want to watch. I'm been still working my way through the Flash, but it's oh, taking man. a long <laughs> <Flash> time. Flash <laughs> needs to die. So we did a collaborative top five because because we watch shows together. Because we watch some things together. So why don't we just you start? You take the first one. All right. Um, so one show on our list is the Jack Ryan show, featuring um, John Krasinski. Um, it's I, on. It's on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Um, warning for those of you with. Young children, your children should not be no, no, watching. These are show. like shows for adults. These are adult shows. Yes. Um, there are a couple episodes that I think I could have done without. Why but, do you like it? How about but what that? I like about the show is that it's a great action show. Okay. And um, Jack Ryan, if you don't know anything about the Tom Clancy um, books, like is like basically the main character, and it's just a really good like action thriller thinker. Um, they've got great actors and actresses in the show, and it's just a really enjoyable show. And season three is coming out in December, so um, Amazon didn't pay me for this, but here's a plug for that. You should get on that. I don't even remember what happened. Don't tell me. You don't need to tell us. I just, it's been so think, long. We might need to rewatch it just to get caught back Oh, out. no, no, no. I don't have time for that. <laughs> Christmas movies are coming. We don't, we can't, we can't yeah. do that. The World right. Cup's starting. We have, we have things to do. We got do. a lot, lot coming up. So yeah, that's, that's the first Jack one. Jack Ryan. Okay, number two. All you ladies out there who like some drama, I told Nathan, I'd heard that this show was, the show is Virgin River on Netflix. I heard about this show, and it's also a book series, and um, I was like, well, I want to try it. And so, I don't know if it was the summer when did we watch that? I don't, I don't even know when we started it. Um, and I was just like, I'm going to watch the show, Nathan. You don't have to watch it with me or pay attention, but I'm watching it. 
And so Nathan's like, okay, whatever, whatever. And he had full intention of not watching it. I tried really but hard But you not know to. how it's just hard to, like, you know, stuff's going on in the TV and you're not trying not to listen, but you kind of want to know what's happening. He got sucked in real fast, people. And then before you know it, he's like, oh, and Jack did this and Mel did this and, uh, and all this. And so let's just say it's just a drama that, like, is, it's a good drama. I, I would say it's a guilty pleasure. It's not a guilty pleasure. It's a good drama. It's just there's a, there's we a, we enjoyed it. There's a, there's a couple. We fast laughed forward about scenes. it. There's it was funny. We'd get to the end of the episode. Nathan'd be like, "You think we have time for one more?" Okay, he got sucked in. So so. I mean, I think the worst moment is when you would fall asleep in the episode. And oh yeah, and, and then watching. I'd be like, Nathan, what would happen? What happened? And then, and then, you'd then tell I'm me. like, What am I doing he's, watching he's, this alone? If now? you guys need a Nathan, he's your guy. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know how many seasons. There was a, there's a lot of seasons. I think that they just finished their third one. No. Maybe their fourth? There's like third or fourth. There's not that many seasons. I was about to say six. No, there are not that many of Okay, River I don't now. know. We didn't make a note. But it's a good one. Yeah, again, not with kids. None of these are with kids. You don't need <laughs> to say it again. I mean, the next one you could watch with, with kids. No. Okay, what's the next one? The next one is Alone. Um, that show has nine or ten seasons now. It's a show that's based around ten competitors living alone in the wilderness. Um, they literally don't surviving see anyone alone. surviving. They just have the ten items or so they bring with them. And we were actually turned on to the show by your parents. And we started with season seven. Yes. It matters what, what well, in our opinion. In our opinion, seasons seven and eight are great seasons. Um, the location is great that they're at. Uh, I can't remember... I think it's Great Slave Lake. Canada. Yeah. Canada. Um, but it's a really great show. Lots of people will talk about the show. Um, but I, what I would warn you is um, don't, You're gonna be don't cold binge watch the and show. Hungry. Yeah. And, <laughs> when you watch the show, you'll be cold and hungry. Yeah, and you'll start eating food while oh, the people man. are starving and feel, feel horrible for them. for them. But it's okay to eat food while you're watching it. It's just interesting stuff. I think we learned a lot of things about survival cool. that we don't plan to ever have to try to use. Yeah, I mean, the show is cool. We kind of went on, like, a deep dive alone journey. I don't know if we did this. It must have been last year when Dorothy was little. And then, then we just got aloneed out because it was like, these people are suffering, they're cold, they're starving. This does not look fun. And so we needed we needed to laugh, which brings us to our next, our next pick. Which is a great laugh show. Resident Alien on, what did we watch it on? It's on Peacock. Peacock. We're all over the place. Yeah. Um, this is a sci-fi show, yeah? It's a, it's a science fiction show. Science fiction, right? Isn't that the same thing as sci-fi? Well, sci-fi is actually a TV network. Okay, okay. Science fiction. Yeah. Um, should we tell them what it's about? We're not going to tell you what it's about. Well, okay, it's... the premise, I mean, you would t- catch it from the trailer. The premise is that there's an alien who lands on Earth. Like crash lands. Yep, and he takes the place of an individual he become he looks like a human. Yeah, and he has the ability to look like a human, but like he doesn't really understand human customs, and so the culture, sh- language. Like, yeah, and so the show is just following him, and um, I can't remember the guy who oh. the name of the actor, but he's also in the show Firefly, which if you're a science fiction person, you'll you know, know Firefly. That. Yeah. Um, but he is amazing. It is an incredibly awkward show. Awkward, hilarious. It's. I feel like we watched the show after we watched Alone, 
and it was a and we just needed some good difference. laughs. It oh was just gosh. ridiculous and hilarious. Like laughing so much that we're crying. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Yeah. I don't know how many seasons we watched, but there's more to come. Two. Two. Okay. Two seasons are up. The third season, I think they're filming right now. Yeah, it's a it's funny. Oh my goodness! And if you do watch it, you need to tell us. You need that to tell you us it. because you you won't regret it. Oh man, it's just awkward. <laughs> it's like, did he really say that? I cannot believe this that he got away with oh, that. Man, so, oh man, it's so funny. Yeah, it's really great. Okay, if you watch it, tell us. You have to pro- any of these Virgin River. If you get your husband sucked into Virgin River, I'm gonna send you a Virgin River bunker bumper sticker. Like, I just this is this is funny. Does that exist? No, I mean I'm sure I can. We can make one. Okay, okay. What's next? All right. So this last one I just put in there because we couldn't really come up with a, a fifth show. It's just hard um, to like harness something that we both like. That we both like, and so the reality is, is that we watch. We oh. also will watch because I like them mm. all the Marvel and, and Star, Star Wars, Wars shows. Stuff. Do I have strong feelings? That was my strong. That was my big feelings. <laughs> can we watch that? I think of all of those shows, a lot of them haven't really been that great. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi was a great show, but it's only been like a six run and it's done. Like six ne- episodes. Yeah, they're never gonna like make another Obi Wan Kenobi season. Now, The Mandalorian, though, which is our fifth show, they do continue to make seasons, and season three is coming out, and I think in the next few weeks. I don't even know. Which I am super pumped for, but I really like The Mandalorian. There's great gifts that have come from that, and great phrases like "This is the way." Okay. Um, uh, it's also just like a great storyline. Our kids haven't seen an episode yet, but they love Baby Yoda, just like every kid does. Yeah, he's cute. Um, but I think it's just a it's a good show. The main character is like keeps a, you guessing. Yeah, and I think he's like a really good guy, and that's yeah, that's true. It's hard to find those types of characters in shows, where mm-hmm. like. He's just upstanding, and his heart is in the right place, and he fights for what is right. And we like that. We like that story because that's what Jesus does. So Whoa. Well, bring, bring it, it full home. circle. Bring it home. Um, so, yeah, that's the, those are the five that's shows. That's our top five, and then we have a bonus. Last, it's not really a show. It's not a show. It's a documentary. Was it last week? Yes. Yes. Okay, what's today? Saturday. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what time is or days. Last week, last Friday, we watched this documentary. I had heard about it. Um, And so I'm like, we're just going to do this. It's called The Biggest Little Farm. I don't know what we watched it on. Hulu. Hulu. Holy cow. We watched it on Hulu. It is a documentary. It's about an ordinary couple, and they want to move out some land and start a farm. And this is not like an ordinary farm. It's traditional. They want to... I'm like picturing, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, before we had all this commercial farming and all of that stuff, our notes just went away. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys. They, uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago when there was not traditional farming and they like all the animals and the plants and everything just like works together in this beautiful harmony. I was blown away by this farm in California on 200 acres. It was so interesting. I learned like things that I didn't know. And by the end of it, Nathan and I were crying. 
which isn't hard for to do for you because for me because you're like faucet. Yeah. I have the feels in movies. But, I don't know what it is about movies. Yeah, it was really good. I highly recommend it. Even if yeah, I mean we're not farmers, but like even if you're not into any of that mindset, it was just so cool to like see what they started with just this like chunk of land that was dead and like the soil was hard and dry to like this beautiful garden of Eden. It was beautiful. But it wasn't like, I think what made the story even more powerful was that it wasn't easy. It took them like seven seven years years to get to a place where they were like, this is really, this is working. Um, And so that, I think that's what made the story even more powerful because I think, I think we had a parallel we're at, like, year six in this house, mm-hmm. and I think we're starting to really feel, like, with the community we have around us and all those things that we're, like... And the yard work and, and the it, house like projects. It's, it's actually, like, working, finally. Yeah. Things are working. There's less, you know, you work so hard to, get like, get to a point, and it's like, oh, now it's not so much, like, let's do seven new projects every summer. It's like, there's a little bit of maintenance. Yeah. I mean, we love projects. But it's manageable. But... And I it think, was so cool. And I think, like, that's the point, is that, like, I think the big takeaway that we could apply directly to our lives, and I think that anybody can apply to their lives, is that we're in such a hurry to get things done, to get to, like, a certain point quickly. And, like, seven years is is a long time to people, but it's really not. And it takes that long for things to, like, really come to fruition. And so... We need to stop playing the short game and start playing the long game. And and that applies to like lots of areas in our lives. Instead of just moving from one thing to the next as quickly as we possibly can, I think it's important to like to take more time with it and give things time because they might actually get better. I mean, yeah, we can apply that in so many areas. I even am remembering like we lived in this house for a year and we were like, We're ready to move. We don't, we don't want to live here anymore. And so, and we were just being very impatient in many ways to like, you know, getting used to living in the country, getting used to like, we just had three kids and what that, just all these things. It was like, nope, you guys just need to wait a little bit and chill out because things don't happen at the click of a button. So, okay, let's cool. take all that all yeah. that stuff and shove, shove it into it in our topic. <laughs> which our topic is community. Community. And so the reason we wanted to talk about community was because we thought it was just a natural, like, next thing to talk about in the progression of items we've been talking about. Um, we've been pretty, like, inwardly focused on our family, and so now it's good to, like, talk a little bit more okay. externally focused. Somewhat. I mean, it still relates to us, so I guess it's inwardly focused. But I don't know. There's no progression. It's just what we want to talk about. Yep. Because it's important and it matters. And community is really important. What is community? What really? is community? So I'm. we're thinking of talking about community, not like, oh, you live in the Williamston community. Not in that sense. We're talking about, like, people in your life that you surround yourself with, that you are doing life with. Uh, am I, anything else? No. Does that make sense? It's the people you do life with. That's your community. Yeah. And that could be your family, it could be friends. It, it can be tied to where you live, for sure, yeah. because that matters. But I'm not talking about specifically your geographical location. Yep. 
Okay, so here's our little community journey. We're going back to high school, middle school, high school. Here we go. Um, Nathan and I were super involved in our youth group at church. Um, and I think this is where, like, that was our big community for those, like, what is that, seven years of being a kid? Sixth grade to being in high school in high school. Yeah, I think it was it was bigger in like high school. High school, but yeah. still, it was a lot of the same people. Um, we saw them very often. We were like minded in a lot of ways. We did stuff with them, and it was just like we and in that time, like we were friends. Eventually, we became you know we were dating, and so we came from like a really solid community, community um, which was awesome. I mean, and, and we thought that's how, that's how it was going to always be. Right. <laughs> and we're, I mean, I'm super thankful for that. And I don't, I'm not, like, I'm not, I don't want to take that for granted because I know that's not everybody's story or experience or experience. So I'm super thankful that we had that opportunity and had a great youth group and had just like people surrounding us in our life and all the good things. So. And then we, like most people... Went to college. Went to college. We went to college. Uh, like we said before, we went to two different universities. And... Um, so why don't you talk first about your college community? Okay, cool, cool. Um, I went to Grand Valley. I went there knowing two people, three people. My roommate. Yeah, three people. <laughs> Sorry, I had to think. My roommate and then two other girls from high school. Um, and... Then I, you know, like you do when you go to college, you meet people. I was a part of the, like, college campus ministry. And so I had this, like, little group of people that were my people. And um, it definitely was different because Nathan wasn't, like, there a part of it every day. Kind of like it was before. Mm. Um, I never really thought about that. But it was kind of like... It was the first time that it was just Emily, right? And you didn't know about Nathan unless you asked or I said his name, you know, said your name. Um, and, but I feel like I just made, I didn't make a new group of people, but like I, that, that was important to me and I needed people. And so I had people and we did stuff and went to church and went to hang out and you know all the things you do and it was good what about you so I think for me with community I go through seasons where um just as the idiot that I am I believe that I don't need it at what? times and so in college like I had I had my roommates um but like we were basically just roommates you know and we like, we spent time together, but, like, when I was in college, I was very singularly focused, and that was get my degree, get a job, and get out of there. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so, and you were a huge part of my community, and so I would go visit you yeah. once a week or whatever. And so I think for me, my college community was, yeah. was kind of meh. It wasn't really, like, what people normally have for their college experiences um where they have but you weren't really looking for that i wasn't really looking for it i didn't think i needed it and so i think maybe in some ways i might have missed out from the opportunities i could have had Mm. in college community because of that um but again it was only like two years 
And so... It's still a lot of time. It still is a lot of time. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but I think you... There's a lot... And you went to... There's a lot of opportunities, and you probably did miss out. Yeah, but there could have been friendships or... Maybe. But, uh... Too late. <laughs> I am where I am, and I don't, I don't like, regret um, my college community experiences because I also missed out on um, maybe some activities that guys get involved in in college that they don't need to get involved in. Sure. And so... Um, I did have a good group of guys that we hung out with, and they were pretty wholesome guys and didn't get into things that... They were guys from high school. Yeah. So it was... It was, it was I good. mean, that was fun. We played a lot of video games. Yeah, you did. Which most guys Clocked do. Clocked some hours in. Yeah, got my... I mean, it was all preparation for my hunting career now, so who knew that Halo... Who knew Halo, Halo would help translate you hunt? Into hunting. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the college community time. And then we got married. Then we got married. So we got married after a sophomore year um, of college, and I transferred, came back to East Lansing. Yeah, you know that. You, you know all this. You know all this. So we got married, and um, suddenly we were married, and we felt like we had no friends. And I, and I don't think that that was anyone's fault. I think the reality is is that when people's seasons of life change... And so, like, like you're, like, I'm, like, let's say I'm single, okay? And then my buddy gets married. Now, I think I have to question every time, do they actually want to hang out? Like, are they actually available? Or, hey, I asked them and they said no. Okay, I asked them again and they said no. Are they going to always say no? Mm-hmm. And so, I think that, um, because, like, our season of life was changing... And our friends were still going were still to college the same, like, doing same the same path. thing. I think that just naturally, like, we lost community with them. Yeah, we did. And and that again, like, it's no one's fault. It just happens naturally. Yep. And and that was hard. And we didn't expect it. No. We don't. I mean, even like, I had a lot of friends from high school that were going to Michigan State. And, like, we hung out and did stuff a little bit, but it was just not the same. Yeah. And, um, they can't, you know, like, you can't, it's hard to understand someone else's life when you're not living it. Yep. Going both ways. Um, and so, those first couple years of being married were just kind of, like, I don't want to say friendless, but it kind of felt that way. Like, we had, my sister, Lauren and Seth, lived here. For just a little, like, a year, uh, maybe less. A year, yeah. We, our first year of marriage. And then they moved away. So, like, we would hang out with them. And... Then they left. Then they left. And that was hard. And that was hard. Um, and then we just, like, kept going to school, kept working. We'd see our parents. Um, and I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it was just kind of... And maybe that's, you know, we there wasn't a lot of extra for a community, too, just as I'm thinking back to it. Because it's like, we, you were working pretty, almost full-time and going to school. I was working, going to school, and then we were trying to be married, and there's not a lot left, right? We get 24 which is, hours. Which is why people naturally, like, probably didn't reach out to us as much. Maybe. And so... Once we started to see that, like, we were missing 
like community, we we did the thing that people in Christian circles naturally do, which is join a small group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, then people are forced to be in community with you, <laughs> and we and we were blessed with um, a really cool small group of like two or three couples or way four. more than two or three. I mean, five. A few couples who were like maybe a slight season ahead of us. They had kids, and we were just starting to have kids, and so that was. And we was were. Really it was good. really good. We didn't know any of them. Not a person. Um. And we were in the same small group for a while, I feel like, until we had Oliver. Yeah. I I so want to say it was like six or years. seven years. It was long. Um, yeah. And that was just, it was nice. Um, we just got close with these people. We'd see them on a weekly basis. We'd see them at church. We'd do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt really good to, like, have people. Um, and at the time we were going to Trinity Church, and then I think like what changed in that community was like when we stopped going there. Well, I think a lot of things changed yeah, because people moved away or went on missions. Circumstances and, changed, and yeah. so it was really good for all. You know, it was kind of like a small group that never ends, and it just became like a hangout. Um, and then eventually, I think. We what happened? I think the the trouble with small groups is that like they get to a level of deepness, and then if people aren't willing to go deeper, deeper. it kind of plateaus. Plateaus, right? And so, and I think there are people in our group who are willing to go deeper, and there are people who weren't. And because there was that like You're kind of mixing around. of feelings, I think it just. I think you and I pretty clearly saw like this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna get us to where. Like, what we're really desiring. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. It's just, every, like, we had different wants than others people, other people did. So. Yeah. So, I guess, I'm, I, well, Oliver was born in 2016. So, maybe shortly after that, we were, I don't know. It doesn't matter what happened. We just decided it ended. Yeah. We stopped meeting with them. That doesn't mean they weren't our friends anymore. It just, lots of things happened. People moved. And, um, I think that kind of gave us a thirst for like, okay, we've had like, we've had community. We want this. This is important to us. And where do we find it? Yeah. How do we find it? And I don't know if like any of this resonates with you guys. Maybe you have a really great community that you're involved in or a part of, um, or maybe you don't. And I think, I don't know what I think. God made us to be with people. Like, one of the, the lessons that my mom tried to, like, push into my head, and I just couldn't get it until, honestly, till this point in our lives, is she would say to me always that, Nathan, it's all about people. Right? And it's really, I think, naturally, we think, some, some of us think, maybe not everyone, but some of us think, like, I can do life without people. I don't need them. Um, friends, the reality is, is not only do you need people, you can't do life on your own. Um, it's just not how God made us. I mean, look at verse after verse that talks about, um, three-corded strands and talks about, like, 
this idea that like God made us to be with other people. Like we need community. And so if you're not desiring community or if you don't have community, like, like take a moment and reevaluate because maybe that's the thing that's been missing in your life is community. Mm. And I can tell you like, (laughs) especially for guys, like we feel like we have this belief that we need to like go it alone. And that is just like, so that not is biblical. So wrong. It's just it's just not right. And and so I guess my like pause point challenge for right now is just that like you need to take the time to seek out people. And sometimes I think the big struggle we had in our community seeking is that we prayed and we're like, God please, please, please give us some community. And like like with any time you pray, I think sometimes we're like, we're just like sitting there with our hands open like, Maybe. God, make it happen. Yeah. And God's like, I've put in you everything you need to make that happen. So go out and seek it. Right? Like Jesus says pretty clearly, like seek and you will find it. And and so that's so true with community. It, we... We wanted a deep community, and it, we didn't get that until we actually sought after that. Yeah. We were kind of laser-focused on, like, this is what we want, and we're going to go get it somehow. Yeah. And so... We did. We did. Yeah. And it's interesting. It, it didn't happen through some... Like, we're not going to sit here and tell you, like, hey, these are the five steps you need to take to have a deep community. No, you um, didn't. No. That's not how it works. What I can tell you is that things happen organically and naturally and and in ways sort we don't of. expect. But like they like they happen and in ways you don't. And it's not just like you're sitting in your front yard and you poof have a community organically. No. Like so like one thing is that you started joining like Well, this groups. this happened at the same time that you were doing these small. A group. lot of things happened at the same time, but uh when I had Cora, our oldest, I joined M- Mops. Because I didn't have any mom friends. I was the first of my people to have a baby, blah, blah, blah. I needed to meet people. Um, And that was just a really good avenue of meeting other moms, seeing and learning from people in my season and situation. And um, just, I really enjoyed it. it. I met a lot of people that are my dear, dear friends right now. And it was just a great, a great a great tool that I, I was a part of MOPS for years, like, uh, after the twins were born. And, um, I think I would suggest that for any not new mom or any mom who is just like, I don't have people or I don't know what I'm doing. Um, find a church near you, see if they have a MOPS group or something like it because it is so beneficial. So that was huge for myself. And you found a lot of mom friends through that. Yeah. And for me, um, once I started desiring and seeking after deeper relationships, I think what became a, like increasingly clear to me is that I had had people in my life over the years that like also wanted those deeper relationships and were there and ready and willing um, but I had just kind of written it off as like, well, like maybe that relationship isn't something. And so 
once I started to just be like, hey, the people who are actually here and around me, like, might actually be those people. And, like, bless your dad, because he started just asking guys who were roughly Seth and I's ages, <laughs> do you want to hang out yeah, hang and out. get together? And and it was pretty great. And those guys' nights definitely revolved around... Weekly, so you guys would go out. We'd go out and have a week. beer or something and go to places. Go to a restaurant, talk. And that was... That was huge. Um, and we would talk about God. We'd talk about life. We'd talk about whatever. And um, those relationships grew and grew and got deeper and deeper. And the guys might come and go and change. But um, but now, like, that guy community is pretty, pretty well. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. And, heck, we got together this past Thursday even. And that was that was good. Um, one thing I do know, just kind of fitting with that vein of like going out and seeking it, is that um, people are thirsting for community, but for some reason, people don't want to be the one to organize it themselves. No, Nate, that's somehow that's become your not our. That's like what we do. Our thing, yeah. We're like, if we want to do it, we'll, we have to make, we'll it, make happen it happen, or it's not going to happen. And sitting there and complaining, like, oh, people aren't reaching out to me, like, hey, guess what? People don't. People don't. Yeah. But people are more than willing to say yes. And so, um, heck, even this past Thursday, I had a group of people from work getting work together. To get together, and then an hour later, um, my normal guys group, and, like, yeah, I organized it, but I was happy to, and people were thankful that it was organized, and it was just, it's just really great, and... Yeah, it it can feel draining at times. I mean, we both had our moments where we're just like, I don't want to be the one to organize it. But when we don't organize it, it no one happen. organizes yeah. it. And so if Sometimes that's... you need to be the one to go. Yeah. Like, to do do the thing. Yeah. Send the text, call the restaurant, make a reservation, clean your house to have people over, go to the grocery store and buy snacks. Like, there's small little things that make a huge impact on you know, people's lives, like you're providing a place for them to come, mm -hmm. you're, you know, meeting them at the restaurant and so forth. Like it's, people are the prize. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, we might be commu seeking community for like selfish reasons because we need it, but also like it's also for selfless reasons because other people need it, right? Like everybody needs community. It's not just an us thing. No. That was good. Um, and then after mops, like, I kind of, well, I stopped doing mops. And um, I have, you know, a pretty good 10-ish solid group of girls that we don't go out every week. But we try to go out once a month or have a mom's night is what we call it. Um, so we'll go to a restaurant or we'll go to someone's house and sit and chat until way too late. You know, Nathan's like, see you tomorrow every time I leave. I'm like, I won't be back. I won't be back late. He's like, yeah, okay. It's, it's like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. When, when you, we just got to get all of our words out. We just got to, like, chat it, it out. It's we like just, you believe that you're never going to get back together again. It feels again. like it sometimes. And so you have to suck every second out we of it. We need to. But it's good. It's such good community, and I'm literally glad you guys do it. 
Yeah. And then one of my other favorite things that we do every year is called the favorite things party. Okay, I already bought my items, guys, so just get ready. And <laughs> I just steal this idea because I stole it, stole it from other people. But you, um, we do it like in January or February after the holidays. And each person brings three, brings their favorite thing. Okay. And you bring three of them. And basically everybody goes home with, you do a gift exchange and you go home with three items that are someone else's favorite. And we, we look forward to it all year and it's just, it's a great time. You guys, you guys need to do that. Well, so something that we did, cause we don't you do, do gifts, favorite things parties, okay? um, is this past Christmas. We don't do gifts. <laughs> This is not a, this is not how it's we not your thing. This past Christmas though we were like we should watch a Christmas movie marathon. And so all we right. watched um all five Die Hard movies over the course of a few weeks. Um which those of you who don't know, Die Hard one and two are Christmas movies. Um, I didn't know that. They take place at Christmas time, so that's why they're Christmas movies. Um whatever the case, that was really fun and and especially like in the winter months, yep, there's when it's nothing just hard to, to go out, yeah. like watching a movie together and drinking beer and laughing at things, um, a guilty pleasure for all of us is the movie Tropic Thunder. Um, if you haven't <laughs> seen Tropic Thunder... What men listen to this podcast? <laughs> any men out there? It, it, oh my gosh, it's a great movie. It totally wouldn't like pass any standards of what no, should be on a movie zero. today. But it's a, it's hilarious. Um, but the, like, those are the types of things that like, like we just like to laugh together. Um, which all I think the, is watch really, all really the important. fail videos. Oh yeah, all the boat fails are boat uh, fails. Uh, all the dumb Russian fails, videos yeah. of everything. Yeah, it's good. It's it's good to laugh because laughter is important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So what are we trying to say here about what community? are we trying to say here? We've said a couple of great points. We should have written them down. <laughs> but I think. Just listening to us say all of this, like, it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. And this is why, like, our parents or our grandparents, like, they're so wise. Because they've done the journey, and for some reason, we think we can do it faster or better. Or, or not do the better. journey and just snap and have it done. And we're wrong, because things take time, they take patience, they take, it's like wine, you know? You, it has to sit. It has to, like, get better over time, right? Wine? Well, that, and you and you have to seek after it. I think, like, Jesus uses the example of, like, this woman who's praying for something, and she, um, or she, no, she wants something from a judge, and she keeps asking him and asking him and asking him, and eventually he gives it, right? And so it's like, community is like that. It's something that you have to keep asking for and seeking for and seeking for and asking for, and God will give it to you. Yeah. It just he may not look the way. about the desires of our heart. Yeah. It just may not be when or how. Or what we, all we expect. Yeah. <laughs> what we think it will be. And um, I think it's cool to just see, like, the fruit of our journey. Like, being married for 12 years, right? And that seems like forever. <laughs> being married for 12 years and just how... How we we're he, we are here because of all the things that we've done, and that he's done, and that he's and done, and um, I'm just thankful for like the friendships that we have, and like the people that know us and get us, 
and love our kids and we'll come over to our house to like move something heavy because we need a bunch of guys or that we'll make a bunch of meals because we just had a baby or get together and play soccer get together and play soccer with our kids in our backyard like that's so cool honestly thank you thank you for spending time with us each of you people you know who you are um because we are so undeserving of like the friendships that we have in each of you and we're so thankful I'm not going to cry. You're almost there. It's happening. (laughs) Your eyes are getting glossy. But I'm like, I'm so thankful for the community we have. It's so special and unique. And I would organize every event to continue to like, don't we can, we will keep organizing guys. (laughs) Don't worry. We may grow weary sometimes, but it's worth it. No, it's, it's great. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. And I know we say, we, like, it'd be great to move, but it wouldn't be great to move unless everybody unless that we love with come with us. So if you're all willing, let us know. Um, find the thousand plus acres that we can all move together on. Let's make a compound. <laughs> and uh, and we're in. We're in. But for now, um, maybe the dream could be to find a couple hundred acres in the Michigan area. And we could all move on We're going to need our magic biggest little farm. Yeah. We might have got some, like, little farm dream dreams dropped in our heart we found out that you can have a mini cow on one acre and we have two so (laughs) we're not having a mini cow (laughs) we've already discussed this have you heard of mini cows though i hadn't heard of them until like a month ago or whenever that was they're so cool they're like dogs the size of a dog but they're a cow yeah like, but they're a pet. And they're, they're like, pet, guys. and they're beautiful. They're like long, some of them are long haired and. Some of them are just so cute. I don't know what's happening to us. We're just, uh. Dreaming. God made us to care for people and things. Take care of things. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you for being here and listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. We so appreciate all the time that you spend listening to us chat your ears off. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.